0: And three, two, one, welcome! No, <laughs> um, Hey guys, so I got uh, Chantel Picorny here, who I've called Chantel for the last three years. That's true. Uh, <laughs> <It's not laughs> but her actual name is Chantel. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the owner of uh, Picorny Chiropractic Clinics here yes. in yes. Rapid City. So um, she's been a friend of mine, and I don't know why we've never done a video or a podcast. We did a video yeah, when we first started.
1: Yeah, a long time ago.
0: Three years ago? Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, so yeah, so she's on the podcast today, and we're going to talk about... Um, we're gonna talk about LSD, meth, and no, I'm just kidding. Yes, uh, and my the, favorite things. The effects on your brain. <laughs> yeah. um, she's an expert in all of that. No, I'm just kidding. So, anyways, I really want to just start off. We'll just kind of talk about whatever, but start off by just talking about because I know, obviously, I know the question I'm gonna be asking. But mm-hmm. what brought you into what got you into chiropractic? One, what got you into like your family story going into that, mm-hmm. and then what brought you to Rapid City?
1: Okay, so I am a fourth generation chiropractor. So I didn't always plan on doing chiropractic and that's a whole story and we can probably get into that Mm -hmm. down the road here. But um, So that's essentially or eventually what got me to be a chiropractor. But then Rapid City, I grew up just like three and a half hours away from here in North Dakota. Mm -hmm. And the Black Hills was always something that like really intrigued me. I really like hiking, I like just being outside in general. And I knew I didn't want to be back in North Dakota practicing with my dad yeah um, which would have been the really easy option but I needed a place that made me feel happy yeah and Dickinson North Dakota is great to visit for me because it's where my family is but it didn't have the things that I needed in order to be happy so here I am in the Black Hills hiking swimming fishing yeah skiing. So you literally just yeah. came out
0: here because you wanted to? Mm-hmm. Basically. It's pretty yeah. cool.
1: I didn't know anything like about the economy here. I didn't even. You know what's I, funny? Me either. Yeah. I, I do no the idea. same thing.
0: Yep. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, did you come out here because of the market? Oh <laughs> uh, sure. I, yep. Yeah. Exactly. Didn't even, didn't even research it. Yeah. I really didn't. No, so. I
1: didn't. Yeah. I kind I, I shouldn't say I didn't at all. I kind of did, but, um, I didn't know how it even compared to my hometown of Dickinson, North Dakota for Chiropractors, but but the
0: thing is, like, I think if I would have looked, if I would have looked into it, I wouldn't have moved here.
1: Right. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah.
0: So, so the ignorance is bliss thing, mm-hmm. it's probably a factor there. Yeah. Definitely. Um, okay, so chiropractic. You said you didn't initially mm-hmm. want to plan to do it. What did you plan to do?
1: I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, high school was not. My favorite thing, as far as the school part went, I school for me it was always a social thing, mm-hmm. so I didn't really do that great in school. I mean, I did fine, but it wasn't uh, academics were not like anything I.
0: You weren't an overachiever. Or no,
1: I didn't enjoy being in class. I was late yeah. pretty much every day my senior year. Um, I had a lot of my teachers pulling me aside asking me like, "Is everything okay? You know, huh. you're kind of checked out," and I. You know there was literally nothing wrong i just had no didn't motivation yeah. yeah so thinking about college after high school i just that was not even on my radar at all hmm. i didn't even have any idea what i wanted to do i just knew that i wasn't going to college right away for sure if at all so i moved to uh southern california for four years
0: i didn't know that yeah interesting yeah where um,
1: i lived in san Clemente for the first two okay. years and then in Mission Viejo for the next 2 years. So it's they're kind of directly in between LA and San, San Diego. Diego. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, just a little I lived in San
0: Diego for a year. I don't know if I ever told you that. But.
1: I think we have maybe had yeah. had that conversation. Okay.
0: Anyways. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it was like So what did you do there? I worked at um, two different hotels. I started out just kind of bottom of the totem pole. Um, I was working at a front desk at a Hampton Inn and Suites in hmm. San Clemente. Um, and then I kind of worked my way up and I was do I was in sales a little bit. I was like an assistant to the sales manager, um, had some like managerial roles there. And then at that point, um, when I was into the sales and stuff, I was working at two different hotels. Hmm. They were owned by the same company, but one of them was a Holiday Inn and then the other one was a Hampton Inn. So
0: Interesting. Yeah. Do you like working in hotels?
1: Yes and no. So... Um, a lot of times in Southern California, people are just kind of really happy, <laughs> especially where I was. You know, it's a small beach town, so right. there's not really much to be upset about. The yeah. weather's always nice; it's at least seventy. Um, but then you get the people that you know—they just need everything to be absolutely perfect, and if mm-hmm. it's not, then it's your fault.
0: Gotcha. You mean like guests at the hotel? Mm-hmm.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I, all of my coworkers were really cool, and if they weren't, they didn't last last very long. Or to, yeah. Yeah, hotel very long. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's what I did for. Four years and then after that is when I moved to Iowa for chiropractic school. What made you
0: decide to go back and do chiropractic?
1: So I was with my dad and my grandpa Mm -hmm. who are both chiropractors. My grandpa's retired now but I was eating lunch with them and my grandpa was talking to my dad as if I wasn't there and he said something like, You know, Chantal would be a really good chiropractor. She's got a really good personality for it, and I think she would really do well Mm. in that profession. And I was sitting there. I remember I was eating soup, and I'm looking at him like, is he making a joke? Like, I'm sitting right here. And that's really what, like, kind of was the final push. But um, Mm. I was – So it
0: must have been in your head before then, a little bit.
1: A little bit, but nobody – like, the cool thing about my family is no one's ever pushing you to do something that you don't want to do. You know, it's yeah. yeah, So it's kind of do your own thing, but you know, we'll always be here just to support you if you do want to do chiropractic Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, I lost my train of thought, but, um,
0: so after your grandpa talked to you, that's when you decided to get into it. Oh yeah. So,
1: so I was actually going to go to chiropractic assistant school because I still didn't think that I, could make it through chiropractic college. Mm. Um, I d- that's a higher education that I just never thought was possible for myself. Mm. I didn't know how to study. I didn't think I was very intelligent. I didn't think I, c- I didn't think college was something I could really do. Mm. So the chiropractic assistant program is just sixteen mm. months long, and you learn you know billing, coding, taking X rays, doing um, therapies, and things like that. So I figured, you know, that's easier. That's something that I is more achievable for me. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's when my dad stepped in, and he said, no, you're going to be the doctor. And that mm-hmm. was kind of my final push. And it took me two years to get through my bachelor's. I have a bachelor in science. And then... Um, oh, it took I, you two years? Yeah, I did it year-round. I just oh, okay. kept going because I was already 22, and I yeah. didn't, didn't want to waste more time. Another four years. Yeah. And I didn't feel like I wasted time, but it was just, I was ready. So Mm -hmm. I just did it. Undergrad wasn't terrible. So that was good, but it definitely didn't prepare me for, uh, graduate school. Yeah. So it's rough, but
0: chiropractic school, how does it work? Like how does it work? You get your undergrad and then Mm -hmm. master's and then your doctorate or how does
1: it work? Um, no. So you don't have to have a master's in this particular program. So Um, You have to have an equivalent of a bachelor's, so you don't have to have, like, your specific degree before you start. Some states don't require a bachelor's for a chiropractor. Um, I believe South Dakota does. But I knew I wanted to get my bachelor's no matter what because I didn't know where I was going to end up at that starting point. Um, So you have to have so many credit hours in science, um, and then anatomy and um, like physics and and the, the things that make sense for chiropractic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so you so whatever degree you have or whatever equivalent you have, you have to have those requirements under your belt. So um, I did my bachelor's in science, like I said. So yeah. um, I was covered on all of those things. So I did organic chemistry. So they were biochams. already in your
0: in your past. That makes sense.
1: Yep, and then. Um, I was I did my undergrad at the same college I did my doctorate at, so um, it was on the same schedule. So I just immediately when I was done with my bachelor's, it was I got two weeks off and then I was right into the graduate program. And how long is the graduate program? It is three and a quarter years, and it's year round as well. So we're it's Damn. on a trimester system. So it's every four months you're starting your next trimester, and there's ten trimesters. Got it. So sense. yeah, you're it's. It's new classes every four months, so you're kind of zipping through it. But yeah, so you don't have
0: time for anything else with that shit.
1: No, at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, Jesus. I worked in undergrad, but um, not until like towards the end of the program for chiropractic school did I start working because I mean, literally, school was my job. Yeah, so. if
0: you're going every, I would imagine if you're doing every four months, you have to like cram to study in that time. Yeah. To get it to get it done.
1: Mm-hmm. And then you have five parts of board exams that you have to take as well, and those are national boards, yeah. so they're scheduled specifically for the nation, not just for your school. So while you're in school, you're taking these board exams as well. So you might be taking uh, an exam for a class that you have on a Friday, board exams on Saturday and Sunday, and then a class exam on Monday for mm. just a regular class. Mm-hmm. So. Things could get a little. Yeah, hairy that sounds sometimes. horrible. Honestly, I yeah. hated school. So that <laughs> yeah. sounds horrible to me.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, so you're basically five and a half years in. Five and three quarters. Yep. Was that yeah. About
1: yeah. About six years. Yep.
0: It's not that bad. Yeah. I thought it was eight because I guess I think sure. a normal doctor it's eight. But if you're going year round, that makes more sense. Yep.
1: Yeah. So if you stretch that out, it you would be in school. I guess if you
0: took four years. years for your bachelor, it would take you seven and a quarter, mm-hmm. which is basically a year. Or so.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay.
0: So after you do that. What do you do after that? Like, when you get your degree, do you just jump straight into Rapid, or what would you do?
1: No. So before I graduated, um, there they have a, your your 10th trimester. You can either stay at your You're campus. ready to have a baby at
0: that point in your 10th trimester. Yes, <laughs> Anyways, yeah. you
1: should at that point. <laughs> no. Um, so you can either do your internship or what we call a, a precept, a preceptorship. You can either do that at the school, or if you have a doctor that um, – Meets the requirements to have um, an intern under them, then you can go practice with them for your last um, trimester of school.
0: So, did you do your parents? Your yep, family? so I, yep. Yeah.
1: I went in and precepted with my dad. Does so. that make sense? Yeah. And I was with him from April 2017. I graduated in June 2017, and then I moved to Rapid in November 2017. So, that year was crazy pretty quick. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, did your family think you were crazy for coming here or not?
1: Um, no, my dad was really wanting me to wait a little bit, though. He was like, you know, you should really wait, save some money, um, learn a bit more from practicing with, because at the time, my dad and brother were practicing together. So he said, you know, we've been practicing a lot longer than you. Mm-hmm. Why don't you stay here and learn some things from us, um, learn some things from the front desk ladies. They have a really awesome um, front office manager in the Dickinson office, so he was like, you know, pick her brain, learn some more things about the business side before you just kind of jump in gotcha. and and put some money in your bank account so that you don't have to be stressed about that before yeah. moving. And that's one thing I do wish I yeah. would have done was listen to that advice, like like stacking up my bank account a bit more because I did have the unique opportunity to do that. Yeah. Which is pretty rare. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, I struggle with something like in this category, like, in the self-development space or when you ask older people for advice, mm-hmm. they always say, like, what you just said, basically, is like, oh, I wish I would have done this. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have done this. Right. But I almost wonder, like, if you would have stayed there and saved money, what your trajectory would have been. Because you probably sure. wouldn't be where you're at today because mm-hmm. you didn't have to. Right. And maybe you would have got comfortable and stayed there. So uh-huh. saying you wish is actually probably, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that yeah. there's anything, like... I don't know. I feel like we all do what we're doing on purpose and I think there's a reason for everything we do, mm-hmm. whether we see it now or later. Yeah. Like, if, you know, it's Steve Jobs' like, famous talk about connecting to the dots. Did you ever hear, listen to that?
1: I don't recall. I don't so he
0: talks so. about how basically in life you, can, you can't you can connect the dots in your life mm-hmm. looking forward. You can only connect them looking back. Like you don't, That's true. Like he was talking about he took a calligraphy class in college and that's the reason that they had so many different fonts in Apple and Apple mm. was set apart from everybody else but... At the time when he was taking a callig- calligraphy class, he didn't think, yeah. oh, this is going to be in my computers one day. Right. You know, yeah. it was just something he did. And so I was talking to a buddy of mine recently and he goes, yeah, I had to uh, listen to this thing on theology for my work. And I listened to like nine hours of audiobook for theology. And he goes, it was really cool. He's like, yeah, but I'll never get anything out of it. That's what he said.
1: Yeah.
0: And I go, you might actually, because yeah. you might run into someone and you start talking about what you learned about theology they find it interesting they find you interesting and then from that you get some kind of business deal or client or whatever yeah. you don't know you right. don't know what's going to work for you yeah so like the fact that you didn't have money might have been a good thing you never know yeah i mean know? i
1: definitely like pushed myself harder i had to i didn't have you had a no choice. choice yeah yeah and then that was the other part of it was i didn't want to stay longer and i felt like it was unfair to the patients as well um, I didn't want anyone yeah. to feel Get relationships. Like, and stuff like yeah, that. like I was abandoning them, even though they had a great option staying mm-hmm. and seeing either my dad or my brother. But um, you know, some people were seeing me specifically because I was a female. Yeah. And their only option at Polkorny Chiropractic Clinic in Dickinson at that point was either a I male or a male. I imagine certain people
0: feel more comfortable with females. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, specifically women are right. more comfortable. Yeah, with that makes women, sense but. to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, if they choose to identify as a woman. We're just That's right. <laughs> um, okay, so from um, getting to Rapid, how'd you get started here in your business?
1: Um, so my brother actually opened up a chiropractic office. Um, Technically, right? Yes, yeah. and it was, but it was just me working there. Yeah. So I was literally the janitor, yeah. the chiropractor, yeah. the marketing team, yeah. the front desk team. Yeah. I was doing everything, and um, I was on salary. So it just it felt good at first, kind of knowing that no matter what, I would have a fallback. A lot of coming in. I, yeah. Yes, income. So, day one when I opened at eight a.m., I had my first patient. Really? Yeah. How? I had an open house, uh, the week before. Huh. So he yeah he had signed up and um, scheduled for Monday eight a.m. Yeah. Still a client? Um no so. he... He was a patient that was just like had a specific issue he just wanted kind of yeah just one and done and um, yeah but I mean I, cool. I think if anything did happen like that again he would come back for chiropractic yeah. care and there are just yeah. some people like that yeah. they're like yeah. oh this happened and I'm yeah. like I haven't seen you in four years but yeah. okay come time. on it yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah so then I worked for my brother for about two years yep. and it was getting to feel a little bit stressful like our visions had changed in the way that we wanted to run that clinic. Gotcha. I had an idea of how I thought things should work, and he had a completely different idea. So I offered to buy the clinic from him, but I would have to have done it over time. Right. And he just kind of wanted to be done, and he said, you know, if you're not buying the clinic now in one lump sum, then, you know, we just have to go our separate ways. Yeah. So I did, which is why Pocorning Chiropractic Clinic that I own is actually Pocorning Chiropractic Clinics. Yeah, That's how I got away with... Yeah. Um, Changing the name a little bit. Yep, yeah. having my own LLC, because that isn't a registered name in South Dakota. Which, so.
0: don't you think it was a good thing that you switched in the... Looking back? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was... So actually...
0: I like your new location and stuff better, too, honestly. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, that was a big concern, was switching up location, first of all. Second... Um, he was funding the business wherever we fell short. So that was something that was concerning, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. what, what happens if, if I don't have enough money to pay my own rent, I'm on my own now. Yeah. Um, but Austin, you know, Austin, my, my boyfriend, um, he really was the like driving force, the, the voice of reason at the end of the day. Um, he really made me sit down and write everything out and look at like best case scenario and worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. And worst case scenario was really not that bad. Yeah. So after looking through all of it, it was like, okay, I can actually do this. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So then I took the leap. He helped me. He was there for everything, setting things up, moving chairs, fronting money that I didn't have, and then, um, yeah, just paying him back for for the startup of everything, and that was quick. I mean, it happened within the first month or so. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and then
0: your business, how has it been since you switched has been busier?
1: Yes, yeah. it's been so much better. Good. So location for sure is a big thing. Mm-hmm. So, so like here in Rapid, there's two orthodontists, right? I think there's only two. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, So no matter where they're located, if they were up on the top of M Hill and you had to hike up there, people would hike up there and see that person. There's many different dentists in Rapid City, and typically people are going to choose whatever is most Mm -hmm. convenient for Mm -hmm. them, unless somebody refers them to a person they really like. So that's kind of the same thing for chiropractic. There's there's a lot of choices, a lot of options here. So um, being downtown, in a spot where I have a parking lot, mm-hmm. that's not um, common downtown. Yeah, um, that really was the key for a lot of people. You know, it's it's more central, and I really yeah. thought where I was located on Jackson Boulevard was the best. You know, I'm on the west side. Um, there's a ton of people over here, but what I didn't realize, because I didn't do my research before I moved to Rapid City, yeah, yeah. was that a lot of people do their like shopping and um, doctoring and things downtown. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes more sense. So, you think
0: locations has been a good factor on your business? Yes. Location? <laughs>
1: yep. I don't think that, I don't think because people drive by and they're like, oh, there's a chiropractor there. Right. I think it's just more convenient. Okay. So, when people sense. Google or whatever, like, oh, it's right here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Also, um, the driving factor for um, uh, being more successful, I think, too, is. Uh, my patients have been really cool and leaving me like just amazing reviews, mm-hmm. um, very honest reviews, and that's constantly. If I have somebody random calling to it's schedule, from that. yeah, I I saw you on Google. You had really good reviews. Hmm. So, if anyone is ever talking about you know what's the best thing you could do for a new business,
0: guest reviews, yes. Google reviews. Yes, it's something I've never focused on. Is getting reviews. I don't know why. Yeah. I obviously should, but I never have.
1: It's so good. Yeah. But for realtors, I feel like people aren't really googling realtors, are they?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I maybe.
1: Mean, maybe companies, real realtor companies. Yeah. But, but I mean,
0: if you like, if you googled real estate agents in Rapid City, does it show Google reviews? Probably. Probably yeah. shows the people with the most Google reviews. Yeah, you would have. I imagine
1: be, you would have to be listed on Google as an individual. Right because you work which for, I am yeah because
0: I don't I don't work for anybody
1: technically none of us do right yeah we you're just, in a you're in a group or whatever right like well you're in your own under LLC an no okay okay no
0: so like I'm under my LLC is called genus group
1: yeah and so that's okay. the
0: only member of that is me okay um, and then the way it works with a like Keller Williams you basically the best example I could give you is it'd be like kind of like an attorney mm-hmm. um, attorney like hey I'm with whatever, you know, ram, ram, and ram, a random name that I chose, but, um, and, (laughs) but you you have nothing to do with that company. You're just an attorney there. Mm -hmm. Um, so we hang our shingle with, I hang my shingle with Keller, Keller Williams, or I could be on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, and basically you just have a brokerage over you that like helps you with legal stuff. Uh, but they don't gotcha they don't help you get clients they don't help you with your business I mean they do but it's all up to you to do it they can like give you advice and stuff right but they don't give you clients they don't do anything like that yeah yeah it's all on you so
1: yeah yeah. okay yeah that makes that makes sense yeah most people
0: think you're like working here like for them yeah. Um and like you have a boss. No, it's nothing like that. I
1: thought or, you worked with that. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how to explain. I I didn't, I yeah. didn't even work for It's them. almost like,
0: know. honestly, it's almost like they work for the agent technically. Okay. Cuz I yeah. pay them. Okay. to do certain things for me. Mm-hmm. So in a way it's kind of like they work for you. It's sure. interesting. But Yeah. yeah it's he a different world. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I am the captain. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, and you could you know, you can do it on your own or whatever, but there's some legal protection there and stuff that I like. Yeah, that's so, nice. Yeah. But everything with me has to do 100 with myself. So um, I wear every hat as well. So I get that.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's, I'm still in the same boat. I same. just yeah. I don't have my brother isn't also a factor, you know. Right. right. So whatever, how whatever direction I want to take my business, it's on you. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that if yeah. I want to. Yeah. Which is a good thing.
0: I think. Yeah. I think it's a good thing to be in charge of it all personally. And once you do hire somebody and get going that route, then you'll know exactly how to do their job. Yeah. You know what I mean? In every way. Exactly. So I think it's good. I think it's good that you started here and everything. I expect it to continue to grow. Yeah. Your business anyways. I do.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's always the hope, but it has been steadily.
0: What's your long-term goal with it, with your business?
1: Uh, You know, it's interesting because the only long-term chiropractic office that I've seen is, is my grandpa's office that he opened in the late 60s. Yeah. And my dad is still practicing there. So I think they just had their 50th anniversary not too long ago. Um, anyway, so that's that's been like my model, but. Um,
0: you mean their 60th or 50th? 50th, yeah.
1: So you opened in the 70s? Yeah, it was, yeah, a, a okay. Sen- a, a, yeah, okay essentially. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it would be nice obviously to retire when I'm ready. Um, and have my business continue. Yeah. Like, it would be cool to see that. But if I, if I sold it to a young doc or um, an associate that might come about someday, that would yeah. be fine with me, too. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's just, it's interesting to think about those things when you're only three years in. I graduated yeah. in 2017. Yeah. So, fourth year. Yeah. And just opened the office coming up on two years in April. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of like, that would be, uh, it almost feels impossible to, th- to think that far ahead for some reason. How far ahead do you think? Uh, like, what
0: do you plan on? I was like, if you start your year, do you have like a process?
1: Y- yeah, like I have um, uh, yearly goals, mm-hmm. I have monthly goals, I have weekly goals. Um, not all of those are business related, right. some of those are just my personal things mm-hmm. as well, but... Um, yeah, I would say probably the farthest is a year, um, just because things are so un- unpredictable in, true, in yeah. the chiropractic world, especially.
0: Does stuff change all the time.
1: Um. No, it's just so like in an area that you're brand new in, and nobody knows you. Mm-hmm. So I've started to kind of people are starting to know me now more, like at the hospital. um, If I send over a referral or something, they recognize me now at Mm -hmm. this point. Um, So there's that bit of it, is starting to get people to know who you are. Yeah. Um, And then, um, you know, not just the other uh, medical providers, but also people in your area, and your community. Does everyone in Rapid City know who I am? Absolutely not. Right. But, so there's that bit of it. But then there's also, like educating people on chiropractic not everyone wants to be educated on chiropractic but you start to tell people what you can do or what you what you've done for someone else and they're like oh i would have had no idea that you could do that so it's not that it's changing all the time it's just reaching people in different ways and and we were talking about this before you turned on the camera which was um you know the best referrals are word of mouth or Mm -hmm. are is somebody actually verbally telling somebody else, hey, I have a really great chiropractor. I know you struggle with headaches. Why don't you go see if that chiropractor can do something for you? Yeah. And then that person goes, oh, I would have never gone to a chiropractor for headaches. That's I would have never thought of that. Yeah. So um, that's why it's so... It feels like a year is a good goal because I can, ha- I can plan a few different things in that year to try to reach either a small group or a big group of people all at once.
0: Whenever you write out your goals, like what do you put down as goals? Do you put numbers down? Do you put you want to change this, you want to change this? What are your like your goals? Like I'll give you an example, mine are like I do a couple different things. Like one is I always have one thing a year that I make like a goal for me as a human, mm-hmm. meaning like this year is my like one word is basically what I attach to it is consistency. Okay. Like even if I don't do as many things, I'm gonna do everything consistently. Sure. Um, everything that I want to do consistently. Um, this podcast being one of them. Yeah. Um, but so and consistently. Here you are. So you're doing exactly. That. Yeah. It's only um, January. <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah. I'm Not too confident yet. Yeah. Um, but consistency. But I also have goals. Like okay, um, in order to sell one house, I know exactly what I need to do in a daily basis mm-hmm. to sell one house. Yeah. Um, so I you know divide that by whatever my goal is. And so i have a daily goal of things i need to do does that make sense sure
1: yep um mine isn't that intricate okay <laughs> um and, and i don't ever want my practice to be based on numbers right because as soon as you do that that's when you're i feel like your quality of care can i agree 100 percent. yeah um so for me of course you know that's how i make money is by yep. seeing patients but i always want my focus to be on like um figuring out a complicated case yeah because i have a lot of patients that come to me it's i'm kind of their last resort in a way um and they're coming to me with like years of doctoring that they've gone through and they're just at their wits end and they want something to be done right now which i don't blame them that's you know they're frustrated um so I always have a goal to really focus on complicated cases, really give them the extra time that, that they deserve. Yep. Um, because it's really easy to kind of get caught in your day-to-day, and, and you know, you're just, you're moving bones, you're listening to what people are saying, but you're really just, you know, seeking out what needs to be adjusted, adjusting it, and sending that person on their way. Right. So I definitely have a goal to really pay attention to those more difficult cases. Um, more and getting more in depth with those um i have goals set for how i'm going to reach people for sure um i don't love public speaking so Mm -hmm. i'll i'll never like stand up and like give a presentation to a group of people that's just not not you yeah nope um and i don't think i would get good results from something i don't like doing um I like being social. I like, you know, getting out in the community and doing things. So, um, like this year, one of my goals is volunteering more. Hmm. Um, I've done a lot of like uh, philanthropy. So, kind of giving back to like some of the sports teams and stuff. So, yeah. um, I always set like a goal for how I'm going to um, support some of those That's like awesome. yeah. places in Rapid City. Um, yeah, just kind of those are really the goals that I have um
0: I feel like those are better goals honestly and that's kind of what I switched to mainly like when you get into like real estate they teach you to be all about numbers Mm -hmm. and I think people can feel that that's all you care about yeah you know what I mean definitely and so for me it was a I didn't do I'm not I was just talking to my friend Dale I was just talking to Dale about this recently and how like I do nothing that they teach you to do yeah nothing Mm. like they basically teach you to get on the phone and cold call people for five yeah. hours a day and i yeah. suck at that stuff yeah, it's awkward i'm not good i'm not a good salesman i've learned that about myself i'm mm. not good like i would be a horrible car salesman you know mm-hmm. stuff like that i'm just good at relationships yeah and then i'm also good on video and speaking yeah those are like my three things that i'm good on yeah so that's all i do now you yeah. know what i mean i just get relationships do videos and speak yeah um, on different things and i'm I'm like a, a researcher on real estate specifically, Like, I research yeah. the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. So I know most, more than quite a bit of other people. Yeah. So I'm pretty good at like understanding things and seeing trends and so, things like that. So for me, I was like focused for the first, for the first probably three years I focused on doing things traditionally, mm-hmm. and just sucked, yeah. you know? I mean, I still did better than majority of agents just because yeah. I would do it all the time, mm-hmm. um, but I hated it every day. Yeah, and managed. I remember
1: you were saying, like, you kind of felt like you were, like, floundering at that point. Yeah. Like, everyone had told you, you know, real estate is not what you think it is. Yeah. And, um, you know, they were probably right, but probably in a different way than what they were trying to convey to you, yeah. honestly. yeah.
0: And there's that whole, like, old saying of see what everybody else is doing and do the opposite mm. in life if you want yeah. to be successful. Yeah. And so, but real estate, you just think... I don't know why I thought this when I got into it, but, like, I thought, follow what works. Follow what works. When my whole life, I'd always done the opposite of everybody. Right. Basically. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so I, like, started just, really, the first year I really embraced this was 2019, Uh, but then last year was, like, a game changer, because I'd been doing it for a year, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, everything was natural. Yep. It wasn't awkward. Nothing was forced. Yep. Yep. it was also the year I lost so many clients that were my friends last year. Really? Which was interesting, yeah. Huh. I don't know why, but I had so many good friends.
1: You started um, being yourself, and they were like, <laughs> screw this I, guy. I want the sleazy, sleazy salesman guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but it it's like people that I consider good friends um, that wow. I'd spent hours and hours working with on stuff yeah. to try to help them, give advice all the time. Mm. Um, and then the post comes to they use some other agent. Um, yeah, it happens a lot to me. <gasps> it's, it happens a lot to probably every agent. But oh,
1: I'm sure. In any… Um,
0: sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: um any sort of service industry but i'm probably. like
0: i believe in loyalty so much yeah. that it really bothers me when people do that mm-hmm. like i will most likely never talk to them again and that's mm-hmm. maybe not how i should be about it but i'm also like okay you have zero loyalty that's how yeah. i look at it you yeah. know um probably not the best way to look at it but <laughs> yeah, i do but get frustrated a, by it it's
1: a good way to protect yourself too though yeah
0: because i spent so much like with a couple of them i spent so much time with them mm-hmm. and i'm like dude, I've, like, helped support your business. Right. I've given you a bunch of clients, yeah. I've, and they've never reciprocated. You know um, what I mean? And then I spend all this time, like, I know it's not a big deal, but, like, an hour conversation on the phone. That's a lot of time that is a to lot spend of time. with somebody. And doing that, like, five, six times a year Yeah. Um, is, a lot of, is a lot of time to spend with somebody. So for me, I just, like, lose respect for people. Yeah. Uh, you called me for advice. You wasted my time. Yeah, you know, and you're not getting money. paid for that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing it for free, basically. Yep. And I'm doing it for the fact that I think you're going to use me because you've said you give me your word or whatever that you're going right. to. Right, yeah. Um,
1: no, no, I definitely won't go with anyone else. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and they just, you know, they have some kind of BS excuse. And the funny thing is. It's weird. Every time I find out they're using somebody because they never tell me. Of course not. And then I reach out to them and um, see if they'll own up to it, basically, just to see how they act about it. And then they're like, i going to dance around it. <laughs> it's you know? my mom's best friend. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so that's been the, it was also the year of that. So that was another thing I like, there's a saying for every level, there's another devil. And yeah. so like that was a uh, thing that really got me in the last year that I didn't expect.
1: Yeah. I guess you could say. You said something interesting though, um, before all of that, you said you found out like kind of your strengths yeah. and like what you're good yeah. at. And uh, that's not something that I ever thought about in high school or yeah. after in college and what an
0: abstract thing to say though they teach yeah. you that like you gotta you gotta use your strengths and not use your weaknesses what the hell does that mean yeah I don't <laughs> even, you know what i mean my
1: arms aren't very strong yeah yeah it's my we- fingers yeah, it's, are weak yeah yeah it's yeah. really weird like um i had the speech class that mm-hmm. i did um in undergrad okay it was terrible i hated it so much um, and the teacher would um, or the professor would have us come down to the front of the room just randomly and she would like pick a topic for just like random days So we never knew when she was gonna do this and one of the days was I want everyone to come down here and say one thing that you could help the rest of your classmates with something that you're good at that you can share with the rest of your classmates I was frozen. Like, I had (laughs) no idea. And you could write it down so that you had something to go off of. You know, she gave you about 10 minutes. But
0: you didn't even know what you were good at.
1: No, I had had no idea what Hmm. to say. I literally said, I think what I had said at first was we had to introduce ourselves. We had to say our name and um, uh, how much longer we had of our bachelor's degree before we started our chiropractic degree because we were all in in the same – process of getting our bachelors to start the chiropractic program we were all doing the same thing but each of us were at a different level Mm -hmm. and uh, so we had to say that like little introduction and then like and here's what I'm good at um, that I could help you with so, I like mm. did my introduction and my face is beat red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, out of breath. And I'm like, and I'm not really good at anything. And the whole class is just dying thought laughing. It was funny. Yeah, yeah, like that they thought I was like Joking making around. a joke about yeah. it. And I just put my head down, sat down in my seat, and just like laughed to myself, like in the most uncomfortable laugh I've ever had in my mm. entire life. But um, even that at that point, I didn't think, like, what am I good at like what are my strengths but people always think that it has to be something that's like this big grand thing and you said what speaking talking to people speaking relationships yeah yeah things like that relationship
0: speaking and videos
1: yeah Yeah. so it's like it doesn't have to be this like crazy wild thing Mm -hmm. like you don't have to be an artist or um you know really good at i don't know yeah i think what people think of like like, like
0: strengths of weakness they think like Am I good at sports? Yes, yeah, exactly. Am I good at yep. Public speaking, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, am I a model? Yeah. Like it's it's not those things at all. Yeah, I
0: think your strength can honestly be like something simple, like you have good fashion taste. Sure. You know what I mean. You yeah. can connect with people on that stuff. Yes, you, you absolutely really can. can.
1: And that's exactly it. Once yeah. once you find your strengths, then that's when you become a more genuine person because you learn to not stay in your lane. Because that's a silly way to say it, but. Um, you kind of stick to that and you're more genuine and that's how you provide a better service.
0: You know, that's something I actually really like about Austin. I've, I'm serious. I think Austin, <laughs> yeah. which Austin he is, is Chantel's he's true boyfriend. Himself. I've never seen him be fake. No, he won't. I can't even fake. imagine that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And there's something really I love about that. Like, you know what you're going to get with Austin mm-hmm. and you know, he's not going to lie to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, and also I, I mean, I think this is about him and it might not be true, but I think he seems extremely loyal. Oh yeah, for as a sure. Yeah. Which I really, really value. That. Yeah. Um, there's this, my buddy pulled out his wallet um, and he, I was talking about how I, like, I think loyalty is like the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And he said, he showed me his wallet and it had loyalty and then a line and then honesty below it. Yeah. And he said, it was the saying is loyalty over honesty. It's saying that people will not be honest with you, will not be honest to you unless they know you're loyal to them. That's true. And I was like, hmm, I think it's pretty damn true. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I'm sure, like for us, so we bought our house using you right. as our, our realtor, right. and um, for us, to have you as our realtor, it was our first time ever buying a house, yeah. and to have your honesty in the, the things that we were looking at yeah. was really important. So to have that, that sense. Yeah, yeah, to have that honesty to us, because it could have been real easy for you to sell us any piece of garbage house, yeah. um, but you didn't, you know. So Hmm. that's, that was important to us for sure. So.
0: Well, thank you. (laughs) I'm glad I was honest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's something, I have this like philosophy when I first got started in real estate that no matter what, I would um, never lie about house, no matter how little or big it was, because I knew it would come back to bite me no matter what. Uh Um, And I've heard, I've heard so many people make up stuff about houses, lie about it. And I like hear them talking to their clients about it and I'm like, you know, maybe you get away with that with a quick sale. Sure. But the long-term effect is going to be horrible for you on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They so got
1: to get out of Dodge if they want to. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather you just – I'd rather
0: lose a deal, and I've lost a lot of deals by being honest. Yeah. A lot.
1: Well, and it's the same thing in chiropractic. So I, I get quite a few patients who will say things like, you know, my last chiropractor or, or I haven't been to a chiropractor yet because – my friend told me that her chiropractor said that they can cure diabetes or something hmm. and
0: yeah that makes sense
1: it's interesting to me that chiropractors will say things some chiropractors like will say things yeah to try to like attract a certain uh, genre of patients right. and it just you don't have to do that yeah. at all you just don't and um, you know, there's the other part of it too. We talked about kind of money and stuff earlier too, but this is something I don't. I'm just thinking now about yeah, things that yeah. bug the shit out of me about yeah. the chiropractic <laughs> yeah, world. Yeah. Um, people will ask me like, "Well, do you ever run any specials?"
0: Huh. Chiropractors do that.
1: Yeah, interesting. I'm not McDonald's. Yeah. Um, it is a medical service. I don't yeah. have two for one coupons. I I have certain discounts for for certain people you know like military yeah. or family like if there's a a family of six you know it's that that's going to be a little different right. if they're paying right. paying cash but if you're paying insurance you that is your discount is your discount through your insurance you know right. so it's like yeah it's interesting the things that other people in my profession will say to try to win over a patient, yeah, and then when you can't cure that person's diabetes, diabetes. <laughs> then it looks like the all rest, chiropractors are liars. Yeah, and, yeah, we're just we're quacks. We're fakes. Yeah, and which
0: there is a big push out there that chiropractic is
1: basically bullshit. You know
0: what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
1: when you try to verge into a lane that isn't yours, right? There's a purpose. There's a time and a place and a purpose for a a medical doctor. Um, an ophthalmologist. There's, all of those people serve a purpose. Right. A chiropractor serves a purpose for a multitude of different things. And the frustrating part is most people think that we're just there when you have pain. Mm. And that's not the case. And that's an entire uh, classroom session yeah. on what a chiropractor can really do. But I don't ever verge into the lane of you won't have to wear your glasses after you get adjusted with me. Your diabetes—you can throw that insulin away. I'm not a magician either. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. to to hear that there's other chiropractic providers saying that to patients is so frustrating because it's like you you realize what you're doing to us. You're continuing this mantra mm-hmm. of a chiropractor isn't a real doctor, and I I actually. Viscerally hate when people oh, say bet, that to Yeah, me. that would piss me off too. You're not a real doctor. Yeah. Um, no, I am. I'm not a medical doctor, and I know yeah. that that's what they mean, yeah. Is I, but I don't think I'm a medical doctor. Right. I know I'm not. Yeah. If I wanted to be that, I would have went to yeah. medical school, but yeah. I, I didn't want to do that. So, um, yeah, it's just really frustrating with that sometimes, but that's the purpose of educating properly mm-hmm. uh, your populace of people. you know my my goal isn't to educate the entire world on chiropractic. I just need to educate the people that are, are here in Rapid City about what chiropractic is. So
0: what is chiropractic? in a nutshell.
1: So there's a whole definition of, of chiropractic. It's um, it starts with um, it's a philosophy art and science. Hmm. So the philosophy part really is, the basis behind it you know what what can we really do and why are we doing this and then the art is really the adjustment not everyone even going through chiropractic school can adjust really well Hmm. and then the science is our research behind it so chiropractic really is in a in a nutshell like you said just boiled down way way down Hmm. it's removing interference from the spine and extremities so extremities would be like joints yes your your um arms, legs, and everything that goes with that, shoulder, elbow, wrist. Uh, ankles.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs>
1: ankles, knees. Um, so we're moving that interference so that the nerve um, flow can happen um, properly. So our brain controls everything in our body and how it communicates with the rest of the body is through nerves. Those nerves travel through the spinal column and out to the rest of the body. So we breathe because of nerves, we blink because of nerves, we see, we hear. We uh, feel that we're hungry, we poop, we do all of those things because of the nervous system. So um, when there is an interference in those nerves somewhere in the spine, then it's almost like a like kinked telephone cord. I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever had a, a phone like, yeah, I don't know did. if you're yeah. okay. Anyway, so um, that's when you get that like, fuzzy connection to somebody where you can't really hear them Mm -hmm. um so you know if you would like unkink that phone cord it was like oh i can hear you perfect so that's exactly what it is it's unkinking that phone cord so that the communication from the brain to the rest of the body can function how it was intended to that makes sense yeah
0: um do you find it hard to explain that to people sometimes or not
1: sometimes sometimes you can tell that they really don't care Mm -hmm. (laughs) um Sometimes it's like you allowed me to get that all out very quickly, um, and sometimes it's like there's interruptions and people want to yeah. know more, which is totally fine. But it's like I've practiced saying that so many times, like the brain yeah. controls the body flows through. Yeah, gamma. it was pretty smooth. I
0: thought it was a smooth explanation. Yeah. yeah,
1: and you and and there was actually a professor in uh in chiropractic school that told us, you know, sometimes you have thirty seconds to explain what chiropractic is to somebody to yeah. anyone and that was really how she um explained informed it. us yeah is the best way to explain it so um sometimes it's difficult just it depends on on the situation you know are they drunk or not I don't know yeah, good point <laughs> yeah good point do they care like you said sometimes they yeah. just don't give a shit yep.
0: or whatever yeah um, I think there is something to be said about people that's the hard thing about being in a certain industry is like it could be tainted by other people in that industry for everybody like real estate yeah. agents man I mean the it's amount of stories, yeah. yeah, there's a, Just the, but for real, there's so many stories about real estate agents being dishonest or whatever the case is that it taints the idea of all real estate agents. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, which is tough to combat. Like if you, there's like a national scale of like the most trusted professions mm-hmm. and we're like near the bottom really? of, of everything. Yeah. The only, th- only people below us are like, car salesmen. I think it's like used car salesmen, new yeah. car salesmen are above us. Use carbola, below something like that oh. yeah so we're like one of the lowest so it's like Uh-oh. you got to combat that every day yeah you know what I mean
1: oh um, yeah it's but definitely. you know I
0: went from like combating it to instead just not caring about it yeah you know what I mean like yep. just kind of like you have to accept hey, if, you, if you think that way I get mm-hmm. it you probably mm-hmm. had some bad experience yeah and I'd probably feel the same way so yeah I understand good luck to you yeah you know what I mean I have and patients most,
1: that see me once a month that are still like what is it that you do? (laughs) Skeptical. And I'm like, well, why are you, then I'll ask them, you know, why are you here? And they're like, well, my neck kind of hurts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And I'm like, okay. Okay, Then for you specifically, you, uh, for you, I am the person that makes your neck feel better. Right. Whatever. That's that's what I do. cool with me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, It's funny because like, I never given chiropractic thought till I met you, honestly. Yeah. Like I just never really thought of it, you know. Yeah. And what's funny because I had I had an ankle problem for since I was like 13. Yeah. And I've just dealt with it my whole life. I've gone to a ton of physical therapy with it. Mm. I've looked up everything. I've tried to figure it out. Gone to like ankle specialists, and the only thing they said I could do was have surgery. Right. Right. Yeah. And then literally like the first time you adjusted it since then I have I haven't had anything close to the old problems I had. Yeah. It's still messed up a little bit but yeah. nothing compared to what it was. Nothing. Like I can not even walk some days, you know.
1: Yeah, I remember uh, that. And
0: I can only wear certain types of shoes, things like that, so and I was 21, I 20, was no, 22 at the time, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. And I
1: remember scolding you about your shoes too. I was like, how old are those? You're like, these are nice shoes. Yeah, <laughs> They were nice shoes, yeah. I know. I was like, you need to be wearing, like, tennis shoes every day. Well,
0: and that's what I did for, like, probably the last two and a half years. And uh-huh. now I've, every once in a while I wear different shoes. Like, the mm-hmm. shoes I'm wearing today are, like, not tennis shoes. Yeah. Um, but I can do that now. You know what I mean? Like, and it doesn't yeah. mess with my ankle, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, mean, I remember because I was, like, that was in the time period when I was making calls and stuff all the time. And I was reaching out to you about like wanting it to was buy houses, right? Facebook Messenger. Yeah, because yeah. you didn't have a phone number in there, so I just messaged you. Yeah. And I was like, you know, anything I could do for in the real estate side of things, and you were like, nope. Is there anything I could do for you on the <laughs> chiropractic side of things?
1: I said not yet. I yeah. knew that eventually we would be buying a house, yeah, but I knew I couldn't afford it yet.
0: Yeah, it was just funny because you were like, um, anything chiropractic, and I yeah. was like, and it literally just crossed my mind. I was like, I want to think and mess with the ankles. Probably not. Yeah. But I'll ask her. Yeah. And, and I mean, you were like, yeah, we could do ankles, and I was like, cool.
1: Yeah, you said maybe. Can you do anything with ankles? And yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, come on in. Of course we can. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I think yeah. I remember like back back then. Um, I remember you having the energy of like a little bit nervous still because it was like yeah. your your first full thing on your own. Uh-huh. And so I remember you being like a little more timid, and yeah. now you're just like okay, get my damn knee off. You know, <laughs> you <laughs> um, don't need this leg. Anymore. Hey, relax, Christian. Pop. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember that. Though. I remember thinking like, you could tell it was. Yeah. You knew. You could tell you knew what you were doing, but you were like. In a new environment, you know what I mean. Yeah. Probably, I would imagine that would be scary. It's weird. Yeah, like oh, I'm actually practicing chiropractor by myself now. Yeah.
1: So when I was yeah, Yeah. when I was in college, we start with adjusting just other students, and you have to sign a waiver and the Mm -hmm. whole thing. But um, people get hurt ever. No, you're you're so scared to hurt somebody that like.
0: You're real gentle. yeah,
1: Yeah. The worst thing is you're pushing on somebody and nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. So, um you know, I, your confidence builds the more patients you adjust, right. of course. Yeah. Of course, but so you you see all these students and then you go to what we call the outpatient clinic. So now you're seeing people in the community. Okay. And um you still have a a, a doc overseeing an actual chiropractor that's there like overseeing everything. And um, they do a really good job of encouraging you and not making you feel nervous. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times they would come like just after the adjustment and like double check to make sure that like you did everything properly or they would check before you would adjust. Mm. But then kind of let you, after they've witnessed you adjusting a few times, they would kind of let you have the floor. Kay. And having their validation either before or after an adjustment really gave you this like, Maybe in, in a way of a, a false sense of confidence, yeah, yeah, yeah. but also in a way it, it was really good because you have to be confident in what you're doing. So in, in any regard, whether you're a realtor or a chiropractor, 100%, but yeah. anyway, so then you graduate and then there's nobody there to yeah. double check what you're <laughs> yeah. doing. It's just you, yourself, mm-hmm. and you. Even if you are in another office with another doc, of course you They're can ask gonna them They're not going to be checking all your stuff, though. Yeah. Exactly. They don't have time to be doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, I've definitely felt my confidence build over the last just, you know, few years. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I still call my dad sometimes, and I'll ask him, like, there's this that was happening. I'll give him a, what we call listings, and it's the direction of uh, the the way that the bone has moved. And I'll say, like, you know, there, there were these three segments and I, this one was the worst and I checked this and I did this and I adjusted it with, with this way, whatever. And um, he's really good. That like I imagine
0: like, you tell him that kind of stuff, and he like immediately. Yeah, goes, yeah. He's yeah. like,
1: uh huh, uh huh. And I can see him like visualizing yeah. it, and he's just like, yep, okay, yep, got it. Okay, go ahead.
0: Okay, now do, now try this. Will he do that kind of stuff?
1: Um, yeah. So he's really good at like he doesn't make me feel like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. he'll he'll give me the advice that I. That's can what I was
0: saying. If he's been sure. doing it so long, I bet he just kind of knows. Yeah. Just like the back of his hand, like oh yeah, just uh-huh. try this. Yeah. Like there's things in real estate like that where you're like, like I realized like when I first started compared to now. There's situations that I would, have, like, literally have no clue. Yeah. Now I know how to solve them four different ways, mm-hmm. you know? And so it kind of, it makes sense, just, like, the progression yeah. of things you do. Like, sometimes you'll have a financing issue, and you're like, well, it's, it's where they're done then. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, let's try this. Now let's try this. Now yeah. let's try this and see if one of those works. Yeah. So it's kind of makes sense. I think everything's kind of that way. But there's like, I have like one, one person I go to in particular when I have questions about real estate Mm -hmm. and he just immediately knows what to do. Yeah. I'm like, that's awesome. (laughs) You know, it's awesome to have that. that Yeah. I want to be that for somebody one day, you know? It's a cool, it's a cool thing to be, to be that kind of person that's knowledgeable like that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And I feel like the only way you get there is if you stick with it. Yep. That's one thing I like. There's been, real estate has like the biggest fallout rate out of any any industry. I believe it. It's an 87% fallout rate in the first two years.
1: I would imagine that the ramp up time is yeah, a pretty long process. It is.
0: Yeah. So 87% drop out in the first two years. Yeah. And so I just remember having this in my head that I have to make it three years. Yeah. You know? I remember you telling and me. And my that. third year was like my year that I actually it made money because my yeah. first two years I really didn't. And I went in when I got into it I didn't save money really either. Yeah. So I went into $10,000 in credit card debt to get started. Yep. Um so yeah, sometimes you got to do that shit though I feel like like looking back, out. I do think about sometimes I'm like, I should have just waited, saved money. And then, and then I was like, why? Yeah. You know?
1: Then you wouldn't be right here. I'd be like two today. years behind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
0: Sometimes you got to just suck it up.
1: Yep. <laughs> sometimes know? it is really just the leap yeah. and then finding your wings as you're falling. And then
0: being, <laughs> and then sticking with it too, for me, anyways, because like it's so easy not to stick with stuff.
1: Sure. You yeah. know?
0: And I feel like that's it's why. It's easier to quit. Yeah, so much easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not easier for your mind no you know what I mean you feel like a bitch yeah you feel like a loser I do anyways yeah. if I don't stick with something
1: yeah um, I don't know there there's never been a time for chiropractic where I felt like quitting but there was a lot of times in school, school. yeah where I that. was like you know it would be a lot easier if I just didn't do this
0: god I can't <laughs> even imagine going through school that long and then not being a chiropractor
1: there are people that would, that, really yeah
0: what the hell why Maybe they didn't like it, or you know,
1: there's just some people that are really good at school, so yeah. they're going to school and they're doing really well. They're very book smart, yeah. but then they get to the hands-on portion and they realize totally that, different worlds. Yeah, yeah,
0: because you got to have what they call street smarts and book smarts, right? You kind of have right. to have both. Uh-huh. You know, and you that's
1: the that's the art. Yeah. P- part so of the definition of chiropractic, the you have to have all of it. So. I like
0: that. I like the saying the art because mm-hmm. i feel like that's everything you gotta have like a little finesse
1: yep exactly you know, to
0: you. you can't just be Willing straight nilly. up to the book no one likes you
1: right
0: yeah no one likes you no one wants to be around you it's awkward because yeah. i've been to people like that you know
1: yeah it's uncomfortable
0: it is. all right so let's wrap this thing up but yeah. um if people want to get in contact with you if they have questions about chiropractic um sure. i'm gonna put your info below so they can reach out yeah, to you perfect. is that okay yeah absolutely okay she's downtown on quincy street Yep. Um, I'm in
1: the downtown dental across from the library. building. Yep. yep. Across from the library.
0: Sweet little office. I yeah. like it a lot. Yeah, it's really perfect. Um, any last any last words you want to leave the Rapid city population with?
1: Um, I don't know. I feel like this could probably go for both of us, but um I'm pretty easy to reach out to even for people who want to maybe get into chiropractic mm-hmm. or um uh anyone that just has questions about like business um I'm not a great business person but I do own a business you yeah. know so anyone that's just like looking to reach out for that kind of stuff too definitely email me call me whatever are you going to grow
0: your uh, practice with like other chiropractors at some point you think
1: so um yeah I mean that's the goal I have two brothers in chiropractic school right now I have um four brothers total but um so
0: you're one of five
1: yeah I'm the only one. girl just like your sister yep. only girl. <laughs> yeah yeah Um, that's why we're kind of the bros, the bro girls. That makes
0: sense. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are so similar. It's weird sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You guys are bro girls. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When I talk to her, I'm like, are you me? I don't know. (laughs) Um, but yeah, just, uh, any of those questions too. But, um, yeah, I do plan on expanding, um, with my siblings at some point. In the future. That would be awesome to have your brothers in there and stuff. It would be be really fun. How old are they? Um, the next one after me is about to be 25. When
0: will he graduate?
1: So he's taking a time out because they're doing online school and he really feels like he can't learn it. He can, but it's like it's better to be in person. It makes sense. I think that would be tough
0: for a chiropractor. Yeah. To learn online. All their
1: labs are in person, but he just needs to be in the classroom. That makes so.
0: sense. So he's waiting for that. So yeah. I'll be done in a couple of years?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of years for, for David, which is the next. Sibling after me, yep. and then Cody will probably be about four years, depending on when they start um, back in the classroom. Back in the classroom,
0: and they both go yeah. to the same school you went. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, all of us went to the same school. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Dad, brother, uncle, great uncle, grandpa, and now my older brother—I should say—and then yeah. now my two
0: younger brothers. So, what does the other brother do?
1: The youngest one. Yeah. He is in undergrad right now.
0: So you're be a chiropractor, too
1: um, he's not sure. He's 20. Yeah. You know, he's kind of figuring it out. He's already at, uh, more advanced than I was at a 20-year-old mm-hmm. as far as, like, school is. Yeah. So if he started chiropractic school, he could really start next year, and he could graduate awesome. at, like, 24 years old. But it's pretty legit. Yeah.
0: Maybe he'll do that. Maybe he won't, right?
1: Yeah. It's no. Nobody's pushing him. Just letting him do what he wants. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for
0: doing this. Thanks yeah, for watching, absolutely. guys. See you on the next one. Bye. Peace. <laughs>